Hello and welcome back to Tech Ease, the podcast about simplifying our lives one gadget at a time. This is episode number, I think it's 76, because thankfully the uh, title of the doc is still still there. And yeah. the one, the, 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 yeah, whatever you guys put in there, I, uh, the good try. But anyway, this is, uh, <laughs> this is, I already good said, try. I don't understand. This is, this is episode 76 for Sunday, January 21st, 2018. I'm Shane, and over there is Tony. Hello. 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 How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. What's new with you? I am drinking some wine, as per usual, in a very fancy Typical cup, shame. per usual. Yeah. Well, per- you told me that the intro was, what's new then, drinking treats? Oh. <laughs> that other voice over there you may recognize as being Matt. Matt's back. Hey. Hey. <laughs> It's been well. I am feeling fantastic, even though uh, the Patriots did win. Uh, sorry for the Patriots fans there, but uh, yeah, yeah did. Oh. it gets yeah. me down. <clears throat> yeah, well, that is a shame. But I'm excited to talk about tech news. Nice. Yeah. Sweet. Right on. Ooh, glad to have you, Matt. Yeah. Glad <laughs> yeah. you're here. Glad you're here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything new with you? <laughs> you? You drinking anything? What's going on? <laughs> Hey, I, I'm feeling fantastic. <laughs> Drinking tea. We're mixing everything. Holy cow, the show has totally changed since I've been here last. It's falling uh, apart without you. At the seams, uh, yeah. I've got a Coors Light in hand. Uh, I am ready to talk about tech, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, what do you have, Shane? You have wine? All right, I've got, uh, oh, I've got tea and vodka. Yeah. Nice. Sounds pretty dumb, but I'm doing it. Ooh. Sweet. Green tea, right? Green tea. So I'm, you know, preventing cancer. Very nice. For myself. <laughs> Feeling good. Preventing cancer. That's right. One drink at a time. <laughs> One drink at a time. <laughs> healthies. Healthy. <laughs> Super healthies. All right. Oh, yeah. Man, it looks like our, our, our video connection is sucking again here. Uh <laughs> yep. See what I can do about well, that. Well, we don't have to do everything. Yeah, we got to do everything all the time. Yep. Techies. All right, well, <laughs> I suppose I suppose I Did you guys talk about what you were drinking already? <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, I have tapped, tapped one or two Rockies. That's where I'm at. Rockies. I have the tea and the vodka and yeah. Nice. And I and I have the wine and the water and the some other drink. Bye. That sounds about Bye. That my mom gave me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. What's, uh, yeah, all right. Well, I suppose, without further ado, we should probably mm-hmm. jump into some of the news. Yeah? News? News? Should we do that? Let's do it. Yes. News. I tried the Kickstarter-funded toothbrush of the future, and I loved it. And that is according to Business Insider. And they have, and they, they say right ahead on there that there's, that this is a, they get apparently some money with, with sales, or if they get any sales, or you know, basically they get commission off of this. But it, but it also sounds like it's not a, 
it's not like a sponsored thing necessarily. It's just it is just a, a sort of recommendation type of thing. But the author here talks about how our mouths uh, clean, cl- keeping them clean should be just as important as their as your overall dental health. And we regularly clean certain things like towels, but toothbrushes are not really one of them, uh, which is maybe a bit of a stretch. But um, the bristles on toothbrushes from, I don't know, this is Boye, USA maybe? B-O-I-E. Do you guys know if that sounds right? Boye? B-O-I-E. <laughs> maybe? <laughs> Boye. Yeah, Boye. I think so, Boye. but I'm not... Good at pronouncing stuff. They're made from rubber-like material, uh, a rubber-like material, and thus are less abrasive on your gums and enamel. There's also a silver embedded... There's silver embedded in the the bristles that bacteria... Kills bacteria on contact, which keeps them from your mouth. And then the... There's another word that I don't exactly know. Phthalate... And BPA-free heads uh, on these things are both replaceable and recyclable and don't need to be replaced as frequently as traditional brushes. And then the author also goes on to say that despite the brushes looking like they'd be uh, too harsh, that uh, their gums have not bled since using them, which is always a good thing, I suppose. And that it's gentlest, it's the gentlest and, uh, and the best cleaning uh i thought i put something in there about best <laughs> it's the gentlest cleaning that she's had um oh yes let's see so then she also brought up electric brushes stating that charging can be a pain and i kind of agree ah! a little bit with, well maybe not a char- what was that <laughs> no i'm just saying because i said charge mine today i literally had to get my thing out of the drawer and charge it and it was a i it, it is a pain just because it's like all right now it's dead so then i got to you know, be like a caveman and just, you know, use my hand right. more. And this, this is a caveman brush, though, right? Caveman brush, right. <laughs> that is I a caveman. It is, yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, no, I'm kidding. But you're right in that point you just made. So, yeah, go on. Um, she also stated that charging, yeah, charging can be a pain in, or too harsh on your teeth. And I've, I know I've noticed that in the past, where at least I feel like my gums kind of almost take a... I, I'm sure Dennis disagree with this, but I found they <laughs> kind of do a number on my gums with those, at least like the Sonicare ones. But um, four and out that, of five uh, dentists. what's that? <laughs> four out of five dentists agree with you, <laughs> right? <laughs> and that drugstore brushes uh, don't do the same type of job there <laughs> either. Um, so yes, the this toothbrush is twelve dollars at. BoyUSA.com. That's B-O-I-E-U-S-A.com. And yeah, I mean, 12 bucks. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot more than you spend on a normal brush, but it's still not, I think, you know, 12 bucks is still... You going to get a chain? Isn't a lot. Um, I'm not sure. <coughs> maybe. Ooh, maybe when... They didn't sell you on it. Maybe when I need a new brush or something, I'll check this out. But Well, I don't, I don't know about... Uh, or uh, This, I guess, first off, it does seem... Kind of interesting, and I wouldn't mind trying it out too. But when they say stuff like your gums don't bleed as much, I remember hearing the longest time that your gums won't bleed if you keep up on doing something that's flossing and brushing. 
no matter yeah. what it is, I was I was told this from a dentist. Like, if as long as you're consistently doing that, taking proper care, then your gum shouldn't bleed. Now, again, if you have some sort of underlying disease, that's separate. But if you're if you're doing a normal maintenance, then it shouldn't bleed. So I I don't know when they say some stuff like that. Like, oh, then you know, getting this toothbrush, you know, you won't bleed. But let's say I get the toothbrush and I brush every other month. Pretty sure mm -hmm. my gums might bleed. Shane. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> Certainly, so, it could be. I mean, the big thing is this is just a like a manual brush, but it's more the materials yeah. that they're making the the brush head out of, which is the the big improvement, right? Because so, I'm 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 a big uh, electric toothbrush fan. I feel like I get much better clean from that versus the manual brush. But if they had a brush head like this, that would just last longer. Because I feel like I I do use my uh, electric brushes way too long, and they just get kind of. Mm -hmm. uh, bent out of shape right. so having something like this for mm -hmm. the electric i think would be pretty happy with right gotcha yeah um yeah it's uh it's replaceable replaceable and then but you know the thing that i i wasn't real clear on is if the handle is uh also recyclable um that i am not too sure about but um mm -hmm. yeah it it seems you don't get the electric, uh, from what I could tell. I didn't mention any, they didn't mention anything about it being electric. As you said, as you said, the caveman. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> no, I didn't mean to say that, but almost yeah. I mean, this seems kind of nice. <laughs> I know that it seems like they're trying to be more event environmentally conscious. So that's kind of nice too. But yeah, yeah I got can brush their teeth. They, they with what? <laughs> Nothing. They brush their teeth. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It seems kind of nice. They're trying to get a good break. But yeah, I have a, an electric toothbrush too, and I. I, well, the first time I used it, because I didn't have one, I think the, the first time I got one was maybe four years ago, and I kind of haven't really looked back. Like, that's the only thing I've had. I've gotten new heads with it, um, and it's, I thought, I think, I thought it's given my mouth a really cleaner mouth um, than a traditional toothbrush, but I, you know, use those too, like traveling and stuff. I won't take that with me. So, I don't know. This does seem nice, but. Mm hmm mm hmm mm hmm Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Not sure. I think Matt also has an article this evening, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Does oh. he? I don't know. Did you read that, Shane? Oh, no, I didn't. Read the link. <laughs> read the link, Shane. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do this. Sorry, guys. No, no, no. It wasn't. <laughs> it was for, sorry, guys. 4Bs.com slash Matt's article. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> Oh my God! Talk about someone who doesn't know how to pronounce stuff. Still <laughs> it's gonna haunt me for years. But <laughs> that's like episode one, I guess. <laughs> it was. It was. It was episode one. Nice. God, hundred years ago. <clears throat> Very nice. Uh, uh, but anyway, I suppose I'm on me, or it's on me now, and mine's from TechCrunch, and it is inside Amazon's surveillance-powered no checkout convenience store cashless cashierless go store cashless and. <laughs> I hope I read that right. <laughs> um, <No. laughs> anyway, so this store, and I don't know where it is, but apparently it's open to the public this weekend. I'm guessing it's wherever their headquarters is. And this article didn't really say where it was, but it kind of talked about some guy's experience with it. And um, and I think it's the editor of TechCrunch, one of the someone who I think uh, writes for TechCrunch. But anyway, it's kind of like you go in, you get stuff, and you walk out, and they and and you know the through cameras and you know some kind of surveillance it knows exactly what you have and 
it is linking you to your Amazon account and pretty much uh, charging you without having to do anything. So um, I do have like the article, but then at the bottom of like the show notes, I did have Amazon's page for it and they have a nice little video kind of showing um, you know, the, the process of it. And you pretty much walk in and you have a QR code on your phone and you kind of swipe it. Like if you are in a Metro in like DC or New York or whatever, like kind of getting into the Metro, it's kind of those, these little gates kind of show you, uh, they kind of look like that. So you kind of walk in and um, as, as soon as you're in, there's kind of a camera on you at the time, probably more than one. Um, so if you're someone who's a little paranoid about stuff, uh, maybe this isn't for you, but anyway, uh, the there's a Amazon Go app that is linked to your phone, and as soon as you scan it, um, that account is linked to the physical presence. Now, this is the camera being tracked um, that that's tracked to you. You can put your phone away; you don't have to keep it out or anything like that. Um, but then um, there, these cameras are all over the ceiling, and um, there there's there's a lot of them, and I think there's other kind of sensors too. Um, and this uh, article kind of said that he was estimating like over 100 cameras in the store. And these stores aren't that big. He said they're kind of like the size of a gas station, maybe a little bigger. Um, and uh, they're custom-made boards in these cameras, the RGB, um, motion detection, object identification, and augmented by uh, separate in-depth sensing cameras uh, blended into the background. So they kind of don't look like cameras. Um, it almost looks like a like a square almost, like a black matte square. Um, and they will uh, identify what you're holding up in terms of a product. Um, and if you grab it and you're carrying it, it'll kind of go into your little account and like you bought it. Uh, but if you put it back, then um, it won't charge you or it won't uh, think you have it. And this guy was in this article, he's kind of trying to see if he could fool um, fool like the sensors, like maybe take one, take two, but hide one item behind another one. But um, everything on the shelves are, there's a, there's a, like weight sensors on everything too. So this is, um, so there's, this is all kind of together. Like you have the image, uh, uh, the image software that's I think kind of linked to these sensors too that are on the shelves. So it knows exactly what you're doing, when you're doing, how you're doing it, and how much of whatever you're doing. Um, so, uh, but yeah, that's that's mostly just to make it easy for you, but it's also, I think, to thwart anyone who's gonna try to see if they can circumvent the, uh, the tech and see if they can get a couple more things for, you know, not charged to them. Um, but anyways, so there's no facial uh, recognition software to your face or anything like that. That's I think some people might be paranoid about something like that too. Um, so there's not anything like that. Um, um, but you are, they say you're never not in front of a lens. So you are very much being surveillance, but um, it's also to help you to make it easy for you. Um, but some other things were, um, they did test this with a bunch of crowd, uh, like a, like busy um, stores, uh, I should say people in the stores. So um, it doesn't really matter if there's like two people in the store or like, I don't know, say 50 or 60 i don't know how many people can fit in the store but if there's a lot of people that are still um this the, this was meant for scalability too so um that was another thing but they will have people walking around helping um they don't have cashiers but they will have like stockers uh they have chefs like making like fresh sandwiches and stuff too but they're not walking around they're behind the scenes in a way but um there's also people that id you for beer and wine things like that um and also to answer questions about the app should you have any questions about it 
Um, but um, one of the other things he kind of was saying at the end of it was um, he wasn't the the guy was thinking is this more of a novelty? Do we really think? I mean, a, a traditional convenience store is already convenient. This sort of makes it more convenient, but um, he wasn't sure if they wanted to go this route. If this was really going to stick or go further, I don't know what you guys think of this. Oh man, man. super convenient. I mean, just imagine <laughs> future where you pretty much just maybe walk around. You're you're going down a you know place you've never been unless you're a tourist. You're just walking around. Hey, here's a bottle of water. I'll grab it, and then you just get charged for it. Or you, I mean, this is kind of like the next step of where it would go. But super convenient. Walk anywhere, <laughs> grab what you want eat it and then you get charged for it eventually yeah it's super creepy <laughs> i mean it's just kind yeah, of creepy yeah yeah it's it's i can see where the convenience comes in i can see where the creepiness comes in i don't know if there's a, a middle ground there uh I, i'm assuming the convenience is going to win out it's just you know yeah, no lines that's, i mean you guys no lines in lines right yeah I don't know. that's that's kind of a big thing you come in you come out or you go out. I mean, some of these giant like box stores, these grocery stores, like a, a Woodman's or uh, I don't, well, that's around us here. But there's uh, other stores like Pick and Saves or I'm sure Piggly Wiggly is another one that people know of. But um, where you're waiting in line for a while. And I, I suppose waiting isn't that much of a pain now since everyone's got a smartphone. They can just browse the Internet while they're waiting. I mean, that's <laughs> kind of what I do now. Uh, but it is kind of nice. Like if you look like Amazon definitely has a nice like video of how this is going to work or how this should work. And I didn't see lines, but I also didn't see anybody with a cart either. Like, is this going to work for a lot of items all at once? If you've got hundreds of people in stores, obviously this is small and maybe this is more of a point of concept kind of thing first, but, um, you know, could, could this be for the masses for these huge stores? I mean, maybe that'll be down the line. We'll see. I don't know. But also, they did say that this is separate from your Amazon account. And if you have Amazon Prime right now, it doesn't give you any kind of a discount. Um, and then there was also a Whole Foods section, too. So hmm. that's kind of it right now. But I don't know. But I mean, anything to make things convenient. People do like convenience. But um, <laughs> I don't know. That's somewhat what wins out a little bit. But I thought it was kind I of interesting. I, I see this kind of as being a stepping stone to the future, uh, you know, and for better or worse, it is my, my tinfoil hat is definitely uh, sparking here, but at the same point, sure. I can see people loving this. Yeah. I just can grab something and walk out. Uh, I went to the Apple store today, uh, grabbed two items off the shelf, find the nearest employee, say, here, I want this, and then put my phone at it, you know, do the, the touch ID, and yeah. then they give me a bag and I'm going to walk out. So that's nice, not waiting in a line. So it's pretty convenient, but um, oh, that's true that you say that about the Apple stores because yeah, that's true. If you download their app, I mean, you don't even have with some of the stuff, not all of it. If you find like I remember, I found I think it was a dongle a long time ago, uh, thirty pin connector for the iPhone to the Lightning. I, I needed a an a adapter, and I bought one there, and I didn't even need to find someone. He's like, oh, you can just buy this off your app. You just scan the back of the box because they had them on the shelves with your iPhone with the app. You buy it right there, use whatever card that might be linked to your iTunes uh, account, and then you can go. I mean, I don't know how <laughs> what checks and balances they have with that, if I even needed to see somebody, but I didn't. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I had I had AirPods with me, and I, I made sure to take them out and did not walk into the Apple store, because I, I feel like they're just, yeah. I I'm sure they've got cameras and everything, but at the same point, you just, I've got AirPods on, I walk out of the AirPods, maybe they think, oh, you stole them or something, and somehow I paired them, or, I don't know. 
That's uh, true. It, like, what do you think of yeah, it makes me feel like, oh, you know, hey, where do you get those AirPods from? You're just walking in. Plus, you have a bag of other stuff that, you know, you're, there's like, you just get so trained to have, okay, here's the register line. I can't bring anything past that without running it by this person. So uh, yeah. I think it, maybe it's maybe just one of those training things or, or psychological thing of just we've been so used to doing something some way that you get something like this where it's just I grab something and they'll charge me and I don't have to worry about it. Uh, that that could be a more of a psychological thing, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, more of a learning curve too. Because even with the Apple Store, like they don't traditionally have cashiers. I even though anybody walking around there with their little, I guess you could say, computer slash iPhone device is a cashier, but it's not a cashier as we normally see one or checkout person. I mean, I'm to cashier, but even like Best Buy has cashiers, or you know, not just like grocery stores or whatever. But I mean that that if you know, is sort of a progressive or an innovative way of having a store, I suppose Apple is, but I'm sure others do that too. But, you know, that's kind of a stepping stone already, but I suppose it's Amazon just seems like even more so to get rid of the, I guess, I, I, I want to say middleman because everybody says that, but it's not really a middleman. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I don't know. Yeah. Shane? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> sounds sounds interesting. Haven't they been talking about this for a while, or is this something? Else kind of. I remember like ten or fifteen years ago, there they had a commercial. I don't know who was selling what to who, but I remember I, I saw some guy. He looked kind of sketchy. He had this puffy coat on. Walked into a grocery store, started putting stuff in his pockets, and and just like looking at somebody, and he's just like not caring, just threw all this stuff in his pockets, and then he just walked out the store, and then it said like you know the future's gonna come, and this is what's gonna happen at grocery stores. And, you know, it, it made something like saying, like, the guy was paying for this stuff. It all, you know, charged like thirty-seven fifty or whatever it was. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It made it seem like when you're watching it, like this guy didn't steal anything. He bought it normally or whatever. Well, not normally, but he bought it. It, it was charged with some account on him. But he's like, you know, this isn't too far off or whatever the, uh, uh, I don't know, ad said. Oh, but, yeah. I, I, can, I can really see Amazon doing something like this. They're all about purchasing stuff. Apple is more about the, the privacy stuff. Like that's been one of their, whether they are about privacy or not, you know, yeah. be debated. But at the same point, their marketing is all about privacy, and this thing kind of flies in the face of that. So I, I've been feeling they would they would wait and see what happens with this. You know, what's let Amazon maybe pioneer it? You sure. just grab stuff and you can go. And then once consumers are okay with that, I think they would jump on it. So uh, I can definitely see Amazon. Seems like they're they're probably the uh, the one company I would expect to to come out with this if if it was mm. going to come out. Sure, yeah, that's yeah. And Apple is known to be a little bit more private, but I mean, when you're in a store, I mean, you're as private as you are when you go to Pick and Save or whatever. I don't know to buy stuff. Go on to Pick and Save. Pick and save. You have no privacy there. That's right. It's not even <laughs> well, well, going to a freaking mortar store. I'm, you know, how much privacy do you have? I, I suppose most people that would be listening are probably familiar with pick and save but uh that's true a grocery store we'll say grocery store i, I did yeah. just notice because they are I did, I did just notice the one it's in your me. grocery freezer <laughs> <laughs> uh it's one of those generic uh commercial lines <laughs> growing up i we'd always hear uh it's like part of a balanced <laughs> breakfast uh but i i, I didn't wait for you guys to drop home alone here Oh yeah, we were talking about that earlier, right? <laughs> what did we say earlier? Oh, we were talking about Buzz's girlfriend. Um, oh my god! Oh, yeah. But we 
So, yeah, I, I did happen to notice the pick and save that's by me is uh, turning into a metro market now. It's very metro. Kroger know. owns that. Kroger's the yes. big one, the nationwide one. Yeah, true story. Yeah. A lot of people know that name, maybe more than pick and save. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm guessing. <laughs> but <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Tony. Sure. Much appreciated. Then uh, we're going to just move on to uh, talking about some things that uh, we feel needs improvement. You know what really grinds my gears? Today, you guys are ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight, we're talking about something I'm what I'm dubbing as wrinkle tech or de-wrinkle tech, perhaps. Lack but of. Lack of, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Not like wrinkles, lack of de-wrinkling, uh, I mm -hmm. guess. But uh, So getting wrinkles out of clothes, it's probably one of my biggest, what, the things that I hate the most, <laughs> one of the things that I just really don't care for. Totally a first world problem. Totally is. Not disputing that at all. But this seems to be something that I've uh, kind of taken issue with for some time, and specifically on uh, long sleeve button-ups. And I... And I, I first I had button downs, but I guess. I'll, do you guys know the difference? Because I had to look this up. <laughs> uh, I guess the button down has the the collar uh, buttons supposedly. Oh, the two on the like pal or whatever. Right. Where, but a button down, know. a button down is also a button up apparently, but a button up is not necessarily a button down. If that makes sense. You lost me a button. Yep. So it's the, almost too easy. So long sleeve button ups specifically. Uh, <clears throat> and I did check. They were not the, the kind of uh, shirt this tends to happen with. Uh, we're mostly, uh, we're, we're actually button up. So uh, mm -hmm. they seem to be the worst offenders, right? So I have tried, <laughs> I've tried so many different ways of trying to get rid of wrinkles. Uh, one of which, so running the dryer longer. I think Tony, you, I think you mentioned that you sometimes you've tried this in the past, yeah. Uh, whenever I see a shirt I want to wear and it looks a little wrinkly, and I don't feel like getting out an iron and an ironing board or anything like that. Like especially when I, I think I used to live with you guys, I would just you know throw it in the dryer, maybe wet a sleeve just to get something wet in there. Like I'll I'll wet like a cuff of a sleeve or whatever, and then I just throw it in there for like ten minutes or five minutes or whatever. Right. So. That, I find, doesn't really work too well. Just, um, I mean, specifically if, if it's been already been sitting a while, it doesn't, I don't think it really gets the wrinkles out too well, at least from my experience. But another thing I've tried is putting in a wet towel into the dryer, and <laughs> that kind of works a little bit. Meh. I feel like I've also, I want to say I've also heard people talk about tennis balls. Like, I'm guessing wet tennis balls specifically. Doing oh, that. Uh, I don't oh. quote me on that. I I, I don't want to like screw somebody's laundry up, but uh, <laughs> you really mess up your dryer. That's right. <laughs> I, I believe I, I read that, um, <laughs> and I think it works pretty similar to the the wet towel technique. But steamer, a separate standalone steamer unit that you know up has comes out of a spout and goes upright. Mm -hmm. uh, that did not work nearly as well as I thought it would. And 
I, as I put here, it kind of sucks. <laughs> I mean, it just seemed to take forever just to do, like, I put a bunch of them up and it just doesn't, unlike the shower rack or the, you know, the shower, uh, pole, pole. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't, doesn't, doesn't really seem to work nearly as well as I was hoping. And then there was something I grabbed called wrinkle releaser spray. This was like a bounty thing. And that was also, I, it seemed to be a similar experience to the steamer. I wasn't super impressed with that. Um, it seemed to, it seemed to take a lot of spray for, and, and I don't know, it, do, it doesn't, it's supposed to be odorless, I think, but I think it has a little bit of a smell to it. So, uh, if you're just coating your shirts in that, it doesn't really seem great, like a great thing. Um, and it was just taking, taking quite a while, but getting them out of the dryer pronto, uh, that seems to be honestly the kind of the one I've had the most luck with. And apparently Tony has an opinion on that. Don't think it works doing that. that Doing what? Oh, no, that probably does work the best. Like if you are like you get the dryer, once the dryer's done, boom, go Mm -hmm. down there real quick, get it, you know, get it out and put it on hangers or whatever. Then you're probably that's the best. But then it's I guess the only thing about that is, I mean, you really need to know when your dryer stops. And I don't always know that. Or something happens. You throw stuff in the dryer for about an hour and then you go do something else. And of course, you you know. Exactly. No, I completely hear you on that. And the my the current dryer that I have, it makes kind of a a little song when it's done. (laughs) So it's it's different than the instead it goes bum 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 or something like that. Yeah. And then uh, Shane's like, I want to dance right now. Oh crap! I got to do the dryer. (laughs) I've been sitting here dancing for the last hour. I totally forgot about my clothes. <laughs> okay, so the, the Matt, did you write this me. one? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Was this something else before? I can't really tell. I'm not going to read that one. Sorry. <laughs> uh, there you go. I'll, I'll no, it my... was putting a smaller load in the dryer. That's uh, what it was. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes. Yes, uh. just using, in general, just putting less clothes in the dryer, not doing like a full full load. Yes. Yeah. Um, if you don't, then that might, I could see how that would be. Well, yeah. Cause then you don't have the weight well, of the whole load on top of everything. So I think that's just, um, like if you have a lot, I, I would say in the dryer, then it does make it more. And then it's just waiting. If it's just waiting and then just sitting on top of each other or the, all the clothes, then it'll, I'm sure it'll wrinkle more than just a couple things. Yep. Exactly. You know, you see, I don't know. I, so I will say, <laughs> yeah, I am completely <clears throat> lazy when it comes to doing laundry, but I'm at least doing it consistent now. And at the same time, to add to that la- laziness is just shoving all my clothes in the same load all the time. You know, like uh, that's one thing I could probably put on here. Yeah, don't combine your your wrinkled item. You know, your your jeans with your nice shirts or whatever. Probably right or something Why along not? those lines. Well, I'm just saying you get the. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> right. So that's maybe another option there. But uh, yeah, last but not least, um, uh, you know, ironing. <laughs> There's that. That is an option. And it removes wrinkles, believe it or not. Um, no way. It's just, you know, you got to make time for that and everything. And uh, uh, time on top of... trade-offs. Yeah. Time on top of time that you already spent doing laundry, or at least letting it sit in your... <laughs> letting it sit for a while 
I know like laundry doesn't really take any that much active time. The folding is the is the hardest part, right? And all that, but yeah, yeah. So that's what really grinds my gears. Uh, <laughs> and Matt, did you have anything to add to that by chance? Oh man, yeah. I just point out. I, I by the way, I don't wear many button up or down shirts very often. So the <laughs> ironing it doesn't grind my gears as much. But um, sure. I, I do play around with. It. I'm trying to figure out if there's other shirts you know that made out of different materials that would work better. So you can get. You can get the straight-up cotton. You can get uh, this nylon. There's uh, polyester. Uh, there's wool. There's different blends of uh, of materials. Uh, I haven't found something that's like completely, you know, that finishes all of the, the things that, you, that have ground your gears and like comes out wrinkle resistant. It, it just I don't think there's any material that actually does that. So <laughs> I think polyester is probably as good as I've gotten. It has a bad rap and it looks. Depending on how how well it's done, it might look a little bit off compared to the normal um, cotton that most shirts are made out of. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you get a polyester blend, it's probably a little bit better. That's all I can say. Nice. <laughs> That's the only advice I have. But yeah, this this just and the good news is for the amount of shirts I wear, ironing is not a horrible idea. It's just getting every single uh, I don't know bit of the shirt the. There's always a piece of the shirt that is just wrinkled, and you can't get it all out, which really, mm-hmm. did. yeah, it really grinds my gears. <laughs> oh, that does <laughs> grind your gears. Okay, uh, it I, my gears. <laughs> I yeah, I, I, some shirts are horrible when it comes to it, and others, yeah, like so. Basically, it, I mean, it seems like t-shirts are usually fine, polos are usually fine. I I mean pants in general I don't really have an issue. It's, it's specifically I think those those long sleeve uh they're they're, they're <laughs> not dress shirts but they're you know they're maybe casual casual I think they're, they're either supposed to have some structure to them so they're a little bit thicker or they're supposed to be like kind of thin and as in like something you wear underneath something else. So mm-hmm. either way I think they if they're thin, they they tend to wrinkle a lot more. If they're structured, they, they kind of hold the wrinkles in versus a t-shirt, which is kind of you know drapes over your your, your body. Uh, unfortunately, it's two extremes. <laughs> yeah. The price you pay to, to to look good, or look you know somewhat decent, and make a new uh, whatever club you're trying to get into. Right, mm-hmm. Tony. Uh, yeah, I paid all that, and I will <laughs> probably keep doing the dryer. <laughs> Tony is the one I always in see in a button up. I've, I've never seen him actually outside of just kind of hanging out, wear a t-shirt. He, he normally has the button up on. I do. I, I'm usually a button up kind of guy too. I hate tucking your shirt in. Now you could throw that up there for uh for uh, you know. <laughs> that's what grinds, what grinds my gears. Uh, <laughs> I do it for work a lot. I mean, that's, you got to look kind of presentable, so I get that. But um, outside of work or whatever, I'm this first one just to untuck a shirt. Um, I think I'm fine. I don't really care if i'm got a couple wrinkles here and there uh, my wife might have something else to say about that and she does and she likes to help me out when she can um she will iron and i like you don't have to it looks fine but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, so i don't know <laughs> mm. it's, it's one when you get older the wrinkles come you just have to live with it that's right <laughs> maybe when you're old and you got some crow's feet <laughs> by the way she says might yes <laughs> <laughs> all right 
Well, sorry, Tony. Was there anything you, else you wanted to add to that? Um, no, I do see the value of ironing. I know growing up, my mom would iron stuff. Um, it does work. It's probably the best. It is also the most time-consuming. So, well, yeah, like if I get, you have to. I feel like I need to practice a lot to get real efficient with it for it to be sort of. Uh, yeah, that's the other part too. Like I know she would teach me this growing up, and I still don't get it. Yeah, it's yeah. uh that, and I need. I think I need a proper ironing board because right now I still have this this stupid one that was part of a. Like a mm-hmm. like on the you know maybe you saw it but it's on top of the the hamper or whatever so it's not even like a full blown one size wise I don't have the same sort of canvas to work on you know yeah <laughs> but that's about it ah uh, I think we were about ready to talk about some uh, product reviews here and tonight Matt's gonna kick that off in just a couple seconds here. XP Boost All right, Matt, what are we talking about? What I mean, what are you talking about tonight? <laughs> uh, we're talking about the uh it's the Brave browser um alternative to, you know, Chrome, Firefox, IE, the, the big boys. Um, the, boys. So the big boys. <laughs> I'd heard about this browser before. And I never gave it a, a fair chance. And then, so I want to go into the why, why you would want to use the browser. Um, so the CEO is a guy called Brendan Ike. I, I may have butchered his name, but uh, why you care about this guy? He, he created JavaScript. Uh, he was working oh. for Netscape at the time. They gave oh. him some super ridiculous oh. deadline. He came up with JavaScript. So he is the founder of the JavaScript programming languages. Uh, he came up, he's the co-founder of the Mozilla Project, the Mozilla Foundation, and <clears throat> Mozilla Corporation, uh, a whole bunch of junk, if you don't care about that, associated with Firefox. Um, he served as the Mozilla Corporation's chief technical officer, and I guess briefly as the CEO of uh, Mozilla. So the guys had a, a huge history in, in browsers, um, you know, helping out Firefox, uh, working with Netscape to create uh, JavaScript. And now he's working on this thing called the Brave Browser. So mm. this is a uh, setting up the foundation of I had heard of it. I was intrigued by it, but at the same point, I didn't give it much credit. But at the same point, mm. it has some big names behind it. Um, so it's some, some pretty cool stuff. Uh, what's what's coming out of this? Uh, why you should actually care about it? Why you want to use it? Um, it's kind of a, a user and privacy uh, browser first. Uh, so they're kind of. Uh, Making sure that you're not you're not browsing and going and uh, you know ads are in, infecting all you know <laughs> all of your browsing experience and then they take all whatever information they've got and selling it to other people so it, it's it's more about just the privacy mm-hmm. um, so it, it blocks ads and all trackers pretty much by default um, and they're they're if you don't care about privacy you should uh, if you if you aren't putting a uh, ad thing uh, <laughs> ad the uh, ad blocker on. Um, it, it does speed up browsing, so uh, you will get that as well. Um, it's also based, it's based on the Chrome browser, so it's pretty much taking the Chrome uh, code base, stripping out a whole bunch of crap, and then making the, the Brave browser on top of that. So uh, all the developer tools... Uh-oh, Jane's got a question. Thank you. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> so when you say the Chrome browser, um, uh, so it used to be WebKit, and so I, I thought it still was, but I heard recently that they had their own. Is that? Is it Chromium yeah, it's now? A big story. 
it's based on WebKit. They took the stuff that, you know, Safari is based on WebKit. So they took pretty much the guts of, of Safari, made Chrome, and then they split that off. Um, I could be a little bit wrong here, but they split that off, made something called Chromium, which is the open source Chrome browser, which is just kind of the core of, of Chrome, the browser. Then they build Chrome on top of that. So Brave is taking, I believe it's Chromium, which is kind of the guts of Chrome and okay. making their own browser. Sure. So a lot of the stuff is they've got pieces that are open source and they're just kind of you know grabbing that stuff. But for for the most part, it, it feels and um, you know renders all that kind of fun stuff. It looks like Chrome. Your Chrome experience would be there, except they're stripping out all the ads and all the tracking stuff, which is it's pretty darn cool. Um, cool. Wow, where was that? Sorry, <laughs> my bad. So, they, they came up with this big thing of just uh, we're, we're stripping out all ads and stuff like that. So they need to come up with a way of actually there's people that paying for the sites that you visit. So they have this whole big ad. Um, uh, they've got their own kind of ad, ad way of uh, paying for advertisements or paying the creators of the content you're viewing. What are you, so you can. Um, yeah. <laughs> So you can do some automatic uh, micro donations, uh, which is just you set up just a uh, automatic <laughs> micro transaction that goes in, and Brave will automatically uh, divide that monthly donation among the top sites you visit, uh, and or you can decide uh, which sites or percentages you donate to, called uh, I guess pinning. So you can say, here's a site I, I like, I want to give them more money, you know. 40, 50% of my money, and then that's how we'll get it. And then Brave will just distribute it among the other sites that you visit, which is pretty cool. Um, they're coming up with, I think it's like a, uh, a cryptocurrency type thing, uh, Brave payments. Uh, so then uh, you can, I, I don't know how, how it is you're going to mine. Uh, they, they, they still haven't come up with all the details, but uh, it's going to be a way of uh, distributing uh, based on your views, your content, uh, how money should be distributed among the, the people that you're viewing. So uh, depending on your browsing habits, what sites you visit, uh, it's going to take whatever money you want to donate and distribute that among the content uh, providers. Oh. So that's pretty cool as well. So mm -hmm. instead of just being ads forced to you, it's going to be you uh, dispersing money to whatever sites that you, you visit the most. So that's kind of you know that's kind of the big thing is just we're removing the invasive things and then you are going to say I want to give money to uh, you know the content that I actually care about and make sure that that money actually trickles down to the, the those people and those uh, whoever's making the content I care about so th that's the big premise behind the browser and if you can kind of support that or maybe uh, I haven't even actually done that yet so I'm I'm more excited about just the increased uh, speed of browsers or the, the privacy. I'm, I'm a lot more privacy minded. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's my, my big draw to the browser. Or as you uh, mentioned earlier, yeah. your aluminum uh, tinfoil hat or whatever. I always have a tinfoil hat on, yeah. Um, so <laughs> Freak. <laughs> the biggest downside to it is uh, if you are a huge extension person for Chrome, uh, there are very few extensions. So it's, it's pretty much just mm. the password managers, uh, which is one password, Dashlane, LastPass, Bitwarden, which I haven't even heard of. Uh, and then uh, I think things like Pocket and um, there's a couple other ones, but it's very limited in terms of extensions. Um, I'm not sure if they'll actually open that up much. That's mm. probably one of the last things they would actually try and do. So if you're very extension heavy, this may not be the browser for you, but uh, if you're willing to trade some of your... <laughs> 
some of your extensions for a lot more privacy, this might be good. Um, those are the big things. Uh, I've been using it for, I believe, a week or two right now. Um, things I really like about it, um, the leanness of the browser, pretty cool. I think that was one of the biggest draws for Chrome initially was just Firefox, IE, Safari, pretty darn bloated browsers. Chrome was very stripped down. Um, Chrome has definitely built itself back up to being pretty bloated. And this was pretty nice to have just a very stripped down browser to use very fast. Um, mm -hmm. So that was pretty cool. Um, it's very aggressive at removing ads and trackers. Um, and I, I, I previously had to install extensions for doing this kind of stuff. I've got Firefox extensions, I've got Chrome extensions. I think it's AdBlocker Plus is the one I was using, but uh, pulling in a bunch of extensions to do the same thing that the browser does by default, which was, uh, it's pretty nice going to Brave and just knowing, hey, all this stuff is kind of disabled. Um, anytime you go to a new tab, it shows you, um, it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of addictive. It is pretty cool, but it shows you that the number of trackers is blocked, the number of ads blocked, the number of uh, times you have saved by not loading all the, the ads that you might have on that site. Um, and the HTTPS upgrades. So um, what happens is there's just two, you know, two forms of viewing a website: HTTP and HTTPS. One's secure, one's not. So. Uh, this, the, the unsecure ones means that you're sending information pretty much into the web and anybody can read that. So if it's not upgraded to secure version, you could potentially be sending maybe, um, you know, login information or something like that to other sites. Hopefully the, uh, the content provider would be good about that and just making sure it's something trivial like maybe an image. But at the same point, the browser does that by default, making sure that any kind of cookie information or I don't know, any of your session or login, personal information is not being sent through unencrypted web traffic. So uh, so that's pretty cool too. It, it does that by default. Um, one thing that really makes me mad, especially on mobile devices, uh, it disables autoplay video. Um, I don't, I guess I'm not a huge Facebook person, but uh, at the same point, I, I hate when I see a tab just playing music and I have no clue where it's coming from and I have to kind of search around for it. But uh, it does yeah. that. Um, and then there's a couple things. Uh, so Flash, I don't know if anyone's using that anymore, but it's it's often you can turn it on. It's disabled by default. Um, and there's another one, which uh, tin, this is tinfoil hat again. Uh, encrypted media extensions, which is uh, Chrome. It's called Wildvine, uh, but it's the, the thing that uh, it allows any website to run something on your. Uh, on your device to decrypt media. Uh, so it's, it's what Netflix uses uh, Netflix uses to send videos to your device. So you can decrypt that with the, uh, the DRM and then you can watch it. Uh, so that's, it's opt-in. It, you know, if, you, if you're not, I'd imagine most people might want to use Netflix, but uh, if you have your tinfoil hat on, you can turn that off and not opt into that. So that's kind of cool. That's right up my alley. But uh, if you want to use Netflix on this browser, you can. It's pretty easy. So uh, you can do that. Um, oh. Mobile, pretty much the exact same experience. Um, I had one one fall where the, the scrolling was a little bit weird if you tried to scroll uh, uh, vertically and then trying to horizontally. It would mix up the, the direction and go weird, but pretty easily to, to work around. I don't know. If you try the browser, you'll, you'll see it every now and again. It's not really a big deal, but that was pretty much the one fault I had on, on mobile. Whew. Yeah, and that's uh, that's pretty much all I got. I I, I love it. I'm actually uh, on my personal laptop. I'm using it uh, 
all the time. My phone, I'm using it all the time. Um, I don't really see any reason to switch off of it. Um, I'm going mm -hmm. to get started on the hopefully donating money to content providers I care about. So I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty pumped about this browser. I, th I thought Firefox was the one for me in terms of open source and uh, just you know privacy, all that kind of stuff. But they, they've done they've had a few blunders the past year, um, and I think uh, I'm pretty pumped about Brave. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> Interesting. Nice. Um, so so the I, there is one extension that comes to mind that I I don't know. If, I think you said there was. A, a few more that you didn't kind of rattle off already, but do you have to know if there's this one called uh, Awesome Screenshot, whether or not that made the list or not? Out of curiosity. Ooh. All right, let me pull up the uh, the entire art. Here we go. Extensions. We got one password. We got Bitline, uh, Bitwarden, Dashlane, Honey, automatically and find coupons. I don't know what that is. <laughs> no, I, I see it advertised. <laughs> that one gets advertised all the time on Facebook. <laughs> It's like it's that basically one? like automatically <laughs> applying promo codes to Amazon and stuff like that. I think you can use Honey. So I mean, if you if that's what your big thing is, yes, you can use that. We've got LastPass, MetaMask, an extension for Ethereum-related applications. Um, they're into the whole, uh, you know, paying content providers for I don't know, uh, like the uh, the cryptocurrency type stuff. That might be what they're. Because uh, I think Ethereum is a platform for building other cryptocurrencies. There's a currency built on that. Maybe they're trying to build their own cryptocurrency on top of it, which is, mm. makes sense. Mm. Uh, they have a PDF viewer, save to pocket, um, and torrent viewer. Torrent kind of makes sense for this type of browser. Torrent so those viewer? The, <laughs> torrent yeah, viewer, torrent. yeah. Like, what does it Use do? Use WebTorrent like... to display torrents directly in the browser. That's Support so torrent. crazy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, you get those torrents. Well, it's, I mean, it's peer peer to peer video, so it's it's pretty. It's one of those uh, you know tinfoil hat type things where it's like <laughs> I don't want one central location for all these videos, so let's do torrents where it's kind of hosted peer to peer, so I can grab you know I want to watch a video, I want to watch techies, I can grab the episode from Tony and Shane. I don't have to go to some central server that's going to go, uh, you know, put a camera and, and know exactly where I'm at and charge me for it. Like whatever that uh, grocery store from earlier. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's nice. So that was the full. Uh, do you? What was it? No, go ahead, Tony. I was gonna ask you: Are you looking into doing the micro donation thing, or do, do you think people do that a lot? What are you thinking about that? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I feel like, in terms of like tinfoil hat people, I'm probably on the fringe in in terms of not that into it. Like I'll. I get into it, I, I I dig it, but at the same point, I don't go all in. So I'm worried sure. there's going to be a lot of people like me that don't go all in. And that I mean, that's kind of encouraging myself to actually donate mm -hmm. more and, and try and do this. Uh, but at the same point, I'm kind of worried that it's going to be one of those things where it, it's their, it's Brave's way of saying we're removing ads, but at the same point, we're trying to replace it with something else to generate revenue for these people. And it, uh, I don't know if it's going to work out or not, but yeah. uh, I am pretty excited about just having all that stuff blocked. Uh, well, I did just download it, like, literally two seconds ago. I'm <laughs> checking it out right now, and I'm seeing how it works. Uh, seems I, I see what you mean by it. It looks pretty clean. It looks pretty, you know, like, uh, I don't know what word you use. I forgot, but um, I don't know, condensed or whatever. Tinfoil hat. Tinfoil? No. 
No, I was trying to look at clean, uh, leanness. That's the one. You should that. really call this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it looks pretty good. It, I I see what you mean by that. It does. I'll have to, I'll have to give it a shot and see what I what I think of all of it. Um, I just it was so fast to throw up the. Uh, I do have one password and um, throw that in there too. And um, I, I do like that. I do like the. I don't use extensions a lot, but that one I do see that is uh, is pretty neat when I pretty neat when I. Pretty neat when I use that. When, one yeah, I, I use the one password extension and the uh, an ad block extension. That, those are the two that I use. So this one pretty much covers both of them. Um, mm-hmm. So it's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. Seems yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there, the, I don't know how much you guys followed, and I don't know if you actually want to get into this, but how much you guys follow the uh, the info had with the EME where. Uh, HTML, the, shoot, the W3C uh, passed a spec for pretty much DRM, and it's, it's pretty much you will download something that runs in your system. We don't know what it is, but it's supposedly supposed to decode audio and video and play it on your screen, which is what Netflix and all those guys want. But at the same mm. point, if it's just something running on your system, doing whatever it wants to, as long as it displays a video, you're fine with it. I don't Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What's Maybe, that called? Yeah. What did you go? Encrypted media extensions. Uh, if you oh. if you want to put a tinfoil hat on, go read about it. I, I'm probably gonna butcher it if I try and talk about it, but it is sure. something to get slightly up in arms about. If you want to get up in arms about something on the web, mm-hmm. then uh, it's for you. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know if we want to get into it on this podcast, but uh. and I'm not. <laughs> I'm not in the right state of mind to talk about it right now. <laughs> nice well yeah that's okay i didn't really know that was a thing so much but good to know <laughs> uh yeah so thanks matt that was cool <laughs> thanks uh yeah hey. thanks matt <laughs> i didn't mean no, that. and this will be the last time you hear from me guys <laughs> <laughs> i didn't mean that to sound sarcastic or anything uh uh Oh, thanks, man. I did have, I think I did have, um, maybe one other question here if I can remember it. Uh, but I don't know if I will. <laughs> you won't. Probably not. <laughs> um, it was super easy to install. It, it is, yeah. Five minutes. You can try it out. Uh, I recommend just trying it out and see if you can re- replace your your daily usage for it. Uh, so, yeah, that's my my sales pitch for it. Just try it out. It's pretty pretty darn easy. Pretty darn easy. Yeah. Um, so, in terms of, uh, I guess, okay, one thing that came to mind, though, is you have you tried Firefox 57, or if it's, I don't know if it's beyond that at this point, but. Um, yeah, I've got the, uh, what is it, Quantum, the, the latest version of Firefox. I was actually all in on that one. I was really pumped about it. Um, and then I think it was like a week after, <laughs> this is, uh, a week after it came out, <laughs> checked my extensions. And they had installed something about, they had a deal with a TV show, so they automatically installed an extension to my browser. So I, I saw that, I disabled it. I went on, you know, Googled it on the internet and said, what, what the heck's going on here? And, you know, of course, people were, people were going up in arms about how uh, Firefox could possibly install an extension that nobody actually wanted. That it was yeah. tied to some TV show, it was like an advertisement thing. If it had all this goodwill about quantum and making things so much better, uh, it's, ah. Wow. 
Mozilla and Firefox, I, I, I think they're doing a lot of good things. They've blundered a few times where it's it's just I, I had switched from Chrome to Firefox because of Quantum, and I was so excited about them. And then they did that stuff, and it's like, I thought you guys were open source and like good about privacy and all that fun stuff, and then you automatically install an extension and start tracking crap from, that, I'm, that I'm doing. So that's what, that's what really set the stage for me looking for a different browser was just mm-hmm. I thought I could trust these guys. I think they're doing good stuff, but not really. They've made some blunders, and they continue to make blunders. But if this is uh, when when I watched an interview for the guy making the Brave browser, he was he wasn't saying you know our company mottos do no harm. It's it's build our system so that we can do no harm. It's literally the programmers can't do anything wrong because they have programmed in you know blocks so that they can't they can't check your privacy. They they can't do anything. They can't install an extension because the way they've built the system. So it's uh, it's fundamentally not just a company motto of do no harm like Google. It's you can't do any harm because we have engineered the system such a way that we can't, uh, you know, we can't invade your privacy. Uh, we can't do these kind of things. So I think that stuff could be pretty important going forward. Uh, there's a lot of companies like that that are, that are trying to do these kind of things where no matter what we do, we can't, even if the government says, hey, give us, you know, user information about all the people using your browser, we literally can't get that information to the government. So, so <laughs> total tinfoil hat, I don't know if that's what you're going for, but. They're basically, they're basically <laughs> being as restrictive uh, with their developers as Apple is with their customers, is what you're kind of, <laughs> huh. I guess. It would be Apple saying, you know, we don't want people to leak information, so we are going to lock our developers in a room so that they literally cannot leak information. So it's like sure, taking but, the Apple privacy mm. one step further and saying, <laughs> we literally can't do anything. Yeah, they, but, but I'm, know, not, next- I'm not even necessarily making it a privacy thing. I'm saying like how, how locked down you know, Apple stuff tends to be like um, non-customizable, that kind of stuff, like... I don't know, <laughs> which I, oh, yeah. I don't know. Restricting <laughs> developers in general seems kind of, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I get it. I so, get it yeah, for certain things. For certain there's things, a, yeah. It's the, the biggest thing is like, if you use something like Dropbox or iCloud, they have, <laughs> we're totally drilling here. Uh, Dropbox or iCloud, they, they have the information stored in their system. They do stuff to that information to, to give you helpful stuff like, oh, you had a PDF. Uh, maybe we've got links to other stuff related to it, stuff like that. So I, uh, Dropbox and iCloud kind of like that. Your stuff is sent over to them. It's sent to them encrypted, so it's, it's pretty secure. But at the same point, their server, they can access it and see what you have. You have this PDF or you've got maybe a book over here. I'm going to suggest something else. Uh, but there's other companies um, like SpiderOak, which I use, it's all it's encrypted on my server, uh, on my laptop, and then sent to them. So they get this encrypted blob. They have no clue what it is. Mm-hmm. They don't have my keys at all. I've got my keys locally. Uh, the the bad news is if I forget my password, I am just screwed. Whereas if I go on, uh, because they have no clue what information I have. They they say, hey, here's an encrypted blob you have. It's you know 30 gigabytes of encrypted crap. I don't know how to do cryptid. You figure it out. How many? But you know, iCloud. They could say, "Yeah, we have it. You have the decryption. You've got your password. We we can decrypt it." And you say, "Well, here's here's I know who I am. Here's like whatever Mm -hmm. two step. uh, Yeah, here's my high school teacher's name or something like that." And they'll say, "Okay, well, here you go. You can have it back." So that's that's kind of the difference of of 
uh, you know, browser like this, where it's like they, they literally don't know you're, what you're doing. They don't want to know what you're doing. If they have to store anything, it's encrypted. They don't know the keys. You have the keys. So it's, it's, it's I mean, it's a slightly different mindset. And it's, it depends on how much, uh, you know, how much, um, I don't know, uh, you know, how easy you want things to be versus how much privacy you want. <laughs> oh, man. I'm on Coors Light backup right now, so I, I can't come up with the words right off the top of my head. All right. Re- real Amazing. quick, I think one last thing that I can sort of think of here to ask is, is uh, how – can you explain just real quick again uh, how the, the like payment thing works to ad- – well, not to advertisers, but to um, <clears throat> the websites you visit? Oh boy, yeah. So I haven't used it yet, but I'm under the impression it's saying, "Hey, every month charge me five dollars." And then so that's you opt into on, that. You you opt yeah you opt into it. It's completely optional. I haven't paid any money to it yet. But you say every month pay me yeah I'm gonna, here's five dollars, and then based on my browsing habits, you distribute that money to the content providers. Uh, you know, whoever I use the most. So like, let's say I go to Techies uh, for you know every day. And then I go to maybe ESPN once a week. Techies is going to get the bulk of my five dollars. ESPN is going to get uh, you know a small sliver of it. So that's 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 the fundamental of what they're trying to do. Um, and I think it's they're they're trying to build that out. So um, it's it's probably uh, not quite there yet. But uh, I think that's where they're going. But also, I, I think it's safe to say. And apologies if you already mentioned this, but that the websites that. <laughs> would receive the money would also need to opt in to actually receive these payments. Yeah. I think it's opt in on their end as well. Yeah. Cause otherwise, yeah, it's going to be too much work to try to track down every, <laughs> every website someone visits. Yeah. They're working with some big names right now. Um, I know they've got, I think a lot of the Amazon stuff uh, with Twitch and um, I'm not sure what the other ones, uh, I think they're trying to get into YouTube, but uh, Mm-hmm. So they're trying to break into the big content providers first, and then kind of work their way down. So I mean, it's if, if you really, I mean, there's, there's things like Patreon, which I think are, are definitely direct to the providers. Uh, but this is a, a, a nice one that's just saying, hey, uh, you know, I browse these things. I want to make sure that I'm, I'm cutting ads out, but I want to make sure I'm putting money back into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think they're, they're doing their best. So it's kind of here's some money, do your best to try and make sure that these content providers get some money as well. Right. So, um, I think their heart's in the right place. I think uh, in terms of users, their privacy's in the right place. So it's it's definitely something I'm, I'm excited to back. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, cool. Yeah, I mean... Are you doing this on iOS, Matt, too? Yeah, I've got my phone on it. Um, I've got my phone using it. I've got my personal laptop using it. Uh, my work laptop is uh, still using the same stuff that it was using before because I have some things I have to use for work. So um, I might switch it to Brave uh, eventually, but um, it's right now it's just using what uh, I haven't switched that over yet. <laughs> hmm. Nice. Nice. I, mm, I'm not going to lie. I don't know if I'm going to download this, but... <laughs> um, Do it. I, at it's, least I mean, I'll it's, be aware of it. Uh, it's good to know. At least I don't have to pay if I don't want to. <laughs> but uh, yeah, wow. I mean, for that reason, I was a little bit concerned when you said 23 that, trackers blocked, two added blocked, HTTPS upgrades for. Uh, I'm reading the the tab that Matt's talking about right now. 
And yeah, I, I've got estimated time saved two seconds. Boom. Nice. Two seconds of your life saved. Yeah. Ads and uh, you can't buy that. You know, I can't even buy that. I can't buy two seconds back. <laughs> um. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I consider it maybe. I, I think. Um, yeah. It's. It's. It kind of sucks because trying to, to to sort of make a browser. Not that the goal is just make it sort of the mature majority of what people use or anything like that. Maybe that's the end goal for them, but um, I know that's a that's a steep hill. Obviously, it was at one point for for Internet Explorer, and I'm glad Chrome got there. But mm-hmm. we'll see. It'd, yeah, it'd be cool to have some other is, challengers. <laughs> the thing is, there's uh, there's literally no barrier to entry because I'm I've been reading our uh, our techies notes off of Brave browser the whole time. And that's a, uh, I don't know. I think a Google Word or whatever they call this thing is a pretty sophisticated app on on the uh, on the web. So it it works or really well. well for these kind of things. It it has pretty much the I don't know all the Chrome stuff behind it. You can even do the Chrome tools to inspect and and debug stuff. So I mean, there's a lot of things going for it. Plus, it also blocks all that ads and tracking stuff. Yeah. And it's it's crazy when you open a new tab and you just realize, okay. I'm up to 800 now in a week that it's blocked. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's, that's I'm surprised that, yeah, just the, the the minutes I've been doing it and 26. So, yeah, it's, so they're out there. I got to start getting one of those big shooter, um, uh, uh, what is it, foil hats that Matt has. Everybody's talking about. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I need to get one of those too. <laughs> All right. Well, again, Watching. again, thank you, Matt. That was that was very nice. I I should. Uh, I, I we'll see. We'll see. I'll probably try to nice. I'll probably try to. Um, hey, hey, other person on the video feed. <laughs> I'm not calling yeah. out. I'm not calling out names here. <laughs> but sure, this is like the biggest running joke on the show. <laughs> We're just always talking. There's about a lot calling of running out. jokes. Calling out names here. All right. Yeah. Well. Thank you. I'm just going to keep saying thanks, Matt. Thank you. That's very nice. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, well, good, good I think job. I think that'll about do it. I, I, I do appreciate it. And I, and I will consider. I will certainly consider giving a shot, especially if it's... It's not going to do anything. <laughs> do it. Well, as... <laughs> As a web developer, uh, you know, if... Doesn't care. If it, No, no, no. Well, that's the thing, right? It's like, if if it gains some share, I'll, I'll definitely take more interest, especially if I have to start testing for it at some point. It's a no. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> All right. So, hey, hey, if you want to get a hold of us... Hi. Hi. If you want to get a hold of us, you can do that at techiespodcast at gmail.com, Facebook and Twitter at techiespodcast. Watch or listen to us on iTunes. I mean, you can just listen to us on iTunes. Uh, give a search for Techies Podcast or go to our website, niceguynetwork.com slash techies. We're on Alpha Geek Radio and Stitcher, and we record at 6, 7 Central on our, well, uh, multiple sources, usually YouTube at the very least, but trying to get Facebook and Twitch in there. I think uh, most of it wound up on Facebook and Twitch or Facebook and YouTube today. Not so much on Twitch, unfortunately, uh, due to technical difficulties. And oh, good, we we're having technical difficulties again. That's wonderful. <laughs> you can uh, find our hosts at uh, Tony at Why Not Big T, myself at Shave Mad Ox, and Matt. Are you still at Hulock? Sure. 
<laughs> nice. I should probably just forget Twitter. <laughs> but anything else? Anything else you want to uh, 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 sort of uh, advocate here, Matt? Matt's advocating. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man, I'm doing nothing. Yeah, uh, you, you can't really find me anywhere. I'm not really doing anything. Uh, I am using the Brave browser. I like it a lot. Oh, I heard oh, about nice. that from someone. Nice. That's about it. Very nice. <laughs> awesome. How about you, Tony? Anything you want else you want to talk about? I'm using the Brave browser too, and I just learned about it like a minute ago. <laughs> nice. Uh, wait, am I online? Uh, I'm on. I don't know. I'm not really doing stuff. Um, I just switched internet providers, so. Oh yeah, there you go. Know. Oh yeah, that could be one That's of the right. one of the upcoming uh, XP boosts yeah. that we talked about. Nice. Yeah, I might talk about that either the next weekend or the following. We'll see. Keep you guys in sus- suspense at my findings and experiences. Very nice. All right. Sure. Well, thanks, Matt. It's been a pleasure. Glad you were able to make it back yeah. again. This was yeah, a lot of fun. Invite me back. Yeah, appreciate yeah, it. Man. This is great. We'll, we'll give you a call. Welcome. We'll do it again sometime. You can find yeah. more shows at niceguynetwork.com. That will about do it for tonight. Thanks also, Tony. And until next time, <laughs> tech or easy. Please hang up and try again. Again.